Hey everyone, my name is Emily and welcome to the Made For More podcast. I made this podcast as a way to find encouragement for your soul. As I walk through life as a stay-at-home mom, I encounter insight and wisdom from God that I feel called to share with others. Through my own life stories, sermons listened to, books I've read, the Bible, and other amazing resources, I'll be sharing encouraging and uplifting messages with you. If you're looking to renew your mind, transform your life and perspective, this podcast is a place to start. A little bit about me. I've always been someone who is able to communicate better writing than speaking. I've been journaling and writing since my mom passed away in 2011. I was given all of her journals and was so blessed to be able to read the history that she left for me. She wrote songs, poems, notes, and prayers. I've been writing with more intention since 2019, when I felt God tell me one day to just write. I have faced so much opposition to this call that I know it must be for a reason. I wasn't sure what just write meant or looked like. I originally thought I was supposed to write a book and quickly became overwhelmed. I keep writing when I feel led to. At times I felt like my writing was pointless and wondered what it was all for quite a few times. I know God works things in mysterious ways and connects all the pieces together, so when I was led to the idea of starting a podcast, it all clicked. I've been listening to podcasts, sermons, and reading books for many years now, and I've been so inspired by others' hearts to be a light to this world. I also want to be a part of that. I have a son who's three years and four months, and a daughter who is almost four months. They're three years and a day apart. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I've been waiting for all of this writing to make sense to me. I felt God tug in my heart to take a step in faith and to start sharing with others what he's doing in my life. I'm so excited to see where this goes. Predestined. One night, as I lay in bed, feeling defeated, hopeless, and exhausted, I couldn't help but think to myself that something needed to change. Are you the person that you want to be? I asked myself, and the answer was most definitely not. After just having had my son a few months before, the lack of sleep, the stresses, and the obstacles of being a new mom was getting to me. It had been three years since my husband and I moved across the United States, away from all of my friends and family, and the loneliness was creeping in. The pity party for not being where I thought I'd be by now was becoming an everyday event. Everyone and everything around me was the source of my discontentment. Petty arguments were increasing, and my positive attitude was decreasing. I couldn't seem to get rid of my anger problem. I'd get defensive often and let road rage get the best of me more times than I would like to admit. The slightest inconvenience brought more frustration than it should have on a daily basis. I was nearing my 29th birthday and I came to the conclusion that it was not who I was meant to be. And it was time to do whatever it would take to change. Now the very big question, which was to be followed by many more questions, that I began to ask myself was how? The logical next question I asked myself was, who do I want to become? And I created a list. 
I wanted to be a woman strong in her faith with God in the center of her life, a respectful wife, a loving mother who insists instills good morals into her children, a woman of integrity, an encouraging older sister, and a caring and compassionate friend. I wanted to be positive, forgiving, and most of all, happy. After completing my list and comparing who I had become to it, I knew I had a lot of work to do. In order to work towards my first priority in becoming a woman strong in her faith, I knew my relationship with God needed to grow. My prayer life was definitely lacking at the time, and my connection to God felt so weak. It was, it was time to take God off of the back burner and get my priorities set straight. As I laid there feeling lost, I felt a tug in my heart, and the verse in scripture that came to mind was this. Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When Jesus said this, he meant it. I needed to go to Jesus. He said, not only come to me, but learn from me. This sounded like the best place to start. In going to Jesus, I would not only begin to learn from him, but finally find some rest. That night, I poured out my heart to God and asked him to help me change. I was ready to become the woman he predestined me to be. By the grace of God, as I started on the journey of self-improvement, he met me right where I was. He had been there all along, waiting for me to come to him. God showed me why my life wasn't how I had hoped it would be. I was trying to do good things, but doing them the hard way the way that always fails in my own strength. Going to Jesus and seeking him for his strength was all I had needed to do. I realized that I had been trying to do all of life on my own, failing to gain strength from the source of all strength. No wonder I was getting nowhere. Working towards self-improvement, which is not wrong in and of itself, was just exhausting uphill battle for what I could never attain by myself. The ever so often quoted, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me verse Philippians 4.13 finally set a light bulb off in my mind. It's not about me doing all things and Christ is my little helper. No, it's Christ through his spirit in me that gives me the strength to do anything he calls me to do. Little by little, God was ready to transform me into the woman he intended me to be. All he wanted me to do was come to him and I'm ever so glad that I did. Here I am, one year later, beginning to write this book. My journey to becoming a better me is an ongoing one, but it began to head uphill when I began seeking God with my whole heart and mind. I reprioritized the way that I spent my time each day and put God on the top of my priority list. I started new habits and worked on getting rid of bad ones. I began reading the word more intently, asking God to reveal truth to me, and praying more honestly. My relationship with the Lord was rekindled. It hasn't been the easiest journey and has required a lot of patience, but I'm finding a joy that is everlasting. I wrote this book to share about what God has done in my life and the truths he's shown me along the way so far. 
God has proven himself faithful, trustworthy, and good despite all the darkness in the world. He's working on me every day, guiding me, revealing more of who he is, and never failing to amaze me. I've been so encouraged by so many talented authors through the years, and God has called me to write for his glory. Just like I was inspired by others witnessing God's goodness in their lives, I hope that I can give the same gift to those who need it in whatever season of life they are going through. I know without a doubt that we are all children of God, predestined, chosen, and ordained. He knew us before we were even formed in our mother's wombs. So instead of keeping all the wonderful things he's shown me to myself, I want to share his mercies, which he longs for all of his children to know about, with you. If you have gotten to a point in your life where your reality is far from what you had hoped, it isn't too late. If you're still breathing, there's still time. This podcast will cover practical ways to apply truth from scripture to your own life that I have found to be incredibly useful. God has blessed me with many resources and truth that I feel called to share with others. He has shown up in miraculous ways in my life, and I can't keep all that goodness to myself.